Chapter Twenty Three of the Story of the Thirteen Colonies. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ruhi Huck. The Story of the Thirteen Colonies by H. A. Gober chapter twenty three smith's adventures sir walter raleigh was in favour as long as elizabeth lived but when she died he was accused of treason and put in prison by james i while in his cell this brave man wrote a history of the world for young prince henry who often visited him and longed to free him he once said only such a king as my father would keep such a bird in such a cage the same monarch finally ordered raleigh to be put to death mounting the scaffold the prisoner asked to see the axe and running his finger along its edge to test its keenness said this is a sharp medicine but a cure for all evils before going to prison raleigh had given up all his claims in america to english merchants they formed two bodies the london company and the plymouth company and persuaded the king to give each of them a piece of land in north america one hundred miles square this matter being decided the london company set out a shipload of settlers who in sixteen hundred and seven sailed into chesapeake bay they called the capes on either side charles and henry in order of the two princes then passing up a river they landed on a marshy cape where they founded the first lasting english colony in the united states river and town were both named after king james who had selected their officers and made their laws the jamestown colonists were nearly all gentlemen who had come without their families because they intended to stay only long enough to get rich as there were only four carpenters amongst them these men were kept very busy but instead of building comfortable houses and ploughing and sowing the rest of the settlers spent all their time looking for gold the result was that their supplies gave out and as the indians were unfriendly and would not give them food they were soon in danger of starving besides jamestown was on low damp ground and the water was so bad that the ill-fed people suffered from malaria and about half of them died among the englishmen who had come to virginia there was captain john smith this man had been a soldier had travelled a great deal and had visited france italy and egypt we are told that while on his way to egypt a great storm once overtook his ship the pilgrims on the vessel cried out that there must be a wrongdoer or a jonah among them and in their terror proposed to draw lots finding out thus that smith was the guilty person they hastily pitched him overboard but although there was no whale to swallow him smith managed to swim ashore and some time later longing for more adventures he went to fight in hungary there he declared that the teachings of christ were far better than those of mohammed and offered to prove it by fighting three turks he killed them all but being wounded was soon made a prisoner and sold as a slave one day when smith was threshing in the field his cruel taskmaster 
beat him severely although he had done nothing wrong indignant at this unjust treatment smith suddenly raised his flail and struck the turk such a hard blow that the man fell to the ground dead seeing a chance to escape smith now quickly exchanged clothes with the dead man hid the latter's body under the straw filled a bag with corn and jumping on a horse rode rapidly away across the plains after many days of hard riding he came to a place where his chains were struck off and thence continued his journey home after several other journeys and adventures smith joined the newly formed london company proposing to go out himself with the colonists on the way to virginia he was falsely accused of crime and nearly hanged but when he reached land his innocence was proved and he soon became the leading spirit of jamestown through all the sickness and famine smith alone seemed brave and strong hoping to secure food for the colonists he once set out to find the indians and trade with them for corn but at the approach of the english we are told that the savages ran away in such haste that they left their dinner on the fire the colonists drawing near saw that the indians had been roasting oysters and tasting them for the first time in their lives were delighted and tasting them for the first time in their lives were delighted to discover a new and delicious kind of food after shooting a few turkeys the english overtook these indians from whom they managed to get quite a supply of corn in exchange for trinkets and a copper kettle in another expedition captain smith was surprised by the indians while he stood in a marsh picking berries he seized one of the savages and held him fast using him as a shield against the arrows of the rest until surrounded and made a prisoner instead of showing anger or resisting smith now followed his captors quietly allowing them to touch and examine him as much as they pleased he also tried to interest them by showing them his compass and explaining its use besides he made friends with the indian children and whittled playthings for them all the prettiest ones however were set aside for pocohontas the twelve-year-old daughter of the indian chief pohantan and it seemed she was specially pleased with the wooden doll he made for her we are told that pocahontas soon grew very fond of captain smith and when the indians once tried to kill him she stood between him and their raised tomahawks pleading so hard for his life that her father declared the white man should not be slain but this story is also told of several other explorers and we do not know if it is quite true end of smith's adventures